Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. Friends, over the last few weeks, we've been walking through the passion of Jesus, these final hours of his life. And what we're seeing is is Jesus during the week of Passover fulfilling many of the commands and and fulfilling many of the things that had to be done in Passover with the Lamb of God. He's been chosen now. He's ridded God's house of unleavened bread. And one thing that they would do is they would bring the Lamb to the temple. And when they would get the Lamb, the sacrificial animal, to the temple, there would be a period of examination. Why? Because it had to be an unblemished animal. And so there would have to be a period of of examination to ensure that this animal was indeed unblemished and was indeed able to be the sacrificial spotless lamb. And what we're about to see over the next few chapters of the book of Mark is the examination that takes place in the life of Jesus. There's going to be times when Jesus asks questions of the Pharisees, the Sadducees. There's going to be times when they ask Jesus questions. There's going to be times when Jesus speaks in parable. It's this epic showdown between Jesus and the religious leaders. Unbeknownst to them, they are actually examining the Lamb of God. And what they're going to find is that He is spotless and there is no sin, no defilement, nothing in Him that anyone can accuse Him of. And all of this is going to begin in verse 27 of Mark 11. What's the Bible say? Then they came again to Jerusalem. So Jesus Uh, for days now, has been going to Jerusalem, back to Bethany. Jerusalem, back to Bethany. Well, now he's walked back into Jerusalem again. And it's amazing, isn't it, how freely that he's walking amongst these people that are trying to destroy him. This lets you know and reminds you that nobody would lay a finger on Jesus until the time had come. Jesus was walking freely even though they were looking for a way to arrest him. Now, we remember in other places, they didn't want to arrest him uh, in front of people because of the fear of the crowd. So what are they doing? They're stirring in the background. They're scheming in the background. They're looking for a way. And we remember that there's one, Judas Iscariot, who is actually going to betray him and sell Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. And so all this is already taking place and is already uh, being, these parts are already moving in the background. We see all these things taking place. And here's Jesus. He comes into the city. He goes back into the temple complex again where he drove out the the money changers and, and those selling and buying. And he walks back into that place again where they're looking to destroy him. You talk about boldness. Uh, I mean, Jesus is a bold individual. He, he is not a wimp. I mean, Jesus is tough. And he's walking back in here. How many of us are going to walk into danger? Not many of us. Most of us, we do everything we can to shy from confrontation. Most of us, we do anything we can to get away from something like that. Not our Lord, not our Savior. He walks directly into it. And the Bible says that the elders came to him and they asked him this question, by what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority 
to do these things. So here is that examination process beginning. They are looking for a reason and a way to accuse him. Anything they can find on him in order to justify their motives. Once again, they don't realize what's taking place here. But they're actually putting the spotlight on the Lamb of God and examining him. Is he spotless? Is he sinless? Does he qualify to be the Lamb of God that will take away the sins of the world? Can he truly be the one who will become sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him? And the Bible says that Jesus, you got to love Jesus and you got to understand this is the way that Jews teach and this is the way that Jews respond. So, so the way it works is, is one question will be asked and then the one whose question will ask another question. And they'll go back and forth uh, in order to, to teach each other things and in order to understand what's going on. And so, so they ask Jesus and Jesus is just going to pop a question right back at them. What authority, uh, who gives you the right to do the things that you do. Remember back earlier in the book of Mark, they said that actually he was doing these things under the authority of the devil himself. And Jesus would say, look, if I'm doing this under the authority of the devil, uh, then uh, how's that possible? The devil's not going to work against the devil. I'm casting out demons. That's, uh, that, that, would be, uh, that, that would be something that the devil would never do. Why would he cast himself out? Uh, a house divided against itself can't stand. So earlier in his life, they were accusing him of doing these things by the authority of the devil. Now they want to know who gives you the authority. And Jesus looks back at them and he's going to ask them this question. It's going to confound them. It's going to confuse them. And they're not going to have an answer. Oh, the wisdom of Jesus. <laughs> the multifaceted wisdom of Jesus. No one can come against him. When Jesus speaks... What can they say? Jesus looks back and he says, let me ask you one question. And then you can answer me. And then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Was John's baptism from heaven? Or was it from men? Answer me. And so, so they begin to argue amongst themselves. If we say that it was from heaven, he will say, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say for men, they were afraid of the crowd because everyone thought that John was a genuine prophet. So they answered Jesus. We don't know. Jesus puts, puts it right back in their lap. He knew how these men had come against John the Baptist. He knew how these men had questioned him on what authority he was baptizing. Uh, they, they knew that these men, they, they despised John the Baptist just as much as they despised him. And Jesus just looks at him and says, by what authority did John come? And, and they're perplexed. What do we say now? If we say that it's from God, then people will say, well, then why did you hate him? Why did you kill him? And plus, if they say it's from God, then that also is going to authenticate the, the, the message in the ministry of Jesus because John believed that Jesus was the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But if we say it's from men, then, then the, the, the crowd's going to rebel against us because they think that John is a prophet. So they just look back at Jesus and they say, we don't know. We, we don't have a clue. We have no answer. And Jesus says, neither will I tell you about what authority that I do these things. 
Now think about that scene. Jesus has just spoken one question and in one question, he has obliterated their confidence. What can they say against the master? What can they say against the word of God that has become flesh? What can they say against the Lord of heaven, the God of earth? What can they say that will confuse him or confound him or prove him to not be the Messiah? Friends, there's nothing they can say. And let me remind you that when you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of God takes up residence in you. And the Bible tells us in the book of Luke that you don't have to prepare defense for yourself because the Holy Spirit will give you words to say in moments that not even your adversaries will be able to contradict. Friends, just like Jesus spoke, and his adversaries had no response. If you're digging into the word of God, you're walking by the spirit. God will give you things to say that not even your adversaries will be able to come against. So dig in the word, walk by the spirit, and allow the spirit to use you to go to battle against the enemy and those who are trying to destroy the message of Christ. May God bless you, and I'll see you next time on New Horizons.